What's up, everybody? My name is Adam, and I'm the host of the You Know Adam Same podcast, the show that is dedicated on bringing on passionate people, learning about their stories, and delivering value to entrepreneurs. So if that's what you're interested in, go ahead and follow, like, and subscribe. You know what I'm saying? How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the You Know Adam Same podcast, where you get to know just a little bit more about people passions, and all things business. Today, sitting across the way, I have Srilu Dega, Dr. Dega yeah. from Statesboro Urgent Care. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, we actually, just to you know, uh, give a little bit of context, we actually met because we did Dancing with the Statesboro Stars. That you is are correct. a phenomenal dancer uh, for, the, for the audience that does not know, uh, but absolutely happy for you to be here. Uh, you are a doctor of medicine, and you have had your practice now for about two to three years, roughly. And uh, it has been wildly, wildly successful. I'm so happy for all the success that you've been able to achieve. Uh, but the reason why you're on this show, uh, we are a show that's really meant for entrepreneurs. Uh, but, you know, stepping out on your own is, is oftentimes uh, something that some people do, but it's uh, not as frequent in the uh, medical industry. So I wanted to kind of like, you know, navigate that with you. Uh, but before we get there, uh, let's talk about uh, your background. So how did you end up in little old Statesboro, <laughs> Georgia? Yeah, That is a long story, but I'll keep it short, Adam, okay. for you. Um, so I migrated to United States in 2007. Okay. So how old were you? Um, probably 25, 26. Um, and I lived with my uncle and aunt in Maryland and um, uh, got my USLMLE Step 1, 2, got into residency. That's where I met my husband, Ian Munger. Mm -hmm. And I think my life changed uh -huh. because that was the anchor right there. And once we got done with our residency, which was Mercy Medical Center in Iowa, um, we wanted to live close to our family. Um, one of my cousin's sister lives in Pooler, and Ian's mom's family is from Jacksonville, Florida. Okay. So we had an idea that we wanted to live in South. Okay. Um, started looking for jobs, and our options came up uh, from Vidalia, Statesboro, Savannah. Then uh, the reason we picked this county is because of school system because we wanted to make sure we, you know, we have options. Chatham County uh, public schools were, were not that great at mm. that time. And my sister um, did recommend you probably want to look at other counties. So that's how we ended up in Statesboro um, because of jobs. Mm -hmm. And then it's been almost 11 years living here. Yeah. And, you know, the the... Uh, community has absolutely embraced you. Uh, you know, I hear every, everywhere I go, you know, I, I, I hear people singing your praises. Um, and <laughs> so you. tell me about kind of, you know, when you first got here, where were you? Were you, were you already working um, in your industry? That is correct. So when I moved 10, 11 years ago, I was offered a job as a full-time urgent care physician at um, South Georgia Immediate Care Center, which was at that time owned by Georgia Emergency Associates. And I worked for them for almost eight years, just wow. a year before COVID, I would say. 
and uh, the company got sold and uh, my boss moved on. Uh, I mean, for the right reasons. Sure. And that is when I, um, I had this thought. I'm not sure if it's a wild thought or a wild streak in my personality that I woke up and I had a vision. I had a vision of how a practice should be, especially in urgent care. What could it be different that I could do for this community? Because it has done so much for me, just mm-hmm. like you said. They embraced me. I embraced them. It worked both ways. Yeah. And I had that that passion that I got to give back Yeah, because they made me so comfortable. Yeah. Both my children are born in Statesboro. Um, so that's when I talked to my husband and I told him, you know, I, I want to have uh, my own practice, um, my own work family, a home away from home that we can create in Statesboro that everybody can come and feel like home. I love that. And that's when we uh, found a lot on Brampton Avenue, started the building, did not know COVID is going to come to our lives. <laughs> that was a sheer surprise, just like an oops, baby. Yeah. And when it came through, um, there was no looking back at him. I mean, it was too late. Yeah. We had everything in, in place and we just had to keep going. So what I thought about it was my intentions are pure. I have a great plan. But most important, I had my people, mm. the people who believed in what I believe in. Mm-hmm. That could be my family, my best friends and the community, the people of the community. And that made me take that extra mile, extra stre- step uh-huh. that I can do this. I got I got my force with me. Yeah. And I just kept going. And here I am after two years. And I think I would have not been able to do it without my people. I love that. Yeah. Uh, w- talk to me about those initial eight years that you were working as, you know, urgent care for another company. Was there a thought in there that you wanted to start your own before your boss had left? Never. What really? No. What did was the was the environment something that you really like? You you did not have a single thought. No, because I loved my boss. He treated us well. So something must have happened <laughs> after that point, right? And so, yeah. like you know, when you when you see, was it a uh, large corporation that came in and kind of like started making yes. changes? Yes. Um, I I know this is probably potentially like a sensitive subject, so you know, but what were the things that they were implementing that didn't sit well with you? I think it's just the work culture. It's just a cohesiveness. Mm-hmm. It's you walk inside the work and. You just feel like, these are my people. I got their back. Mm -hmm. They got my back. That is so hard to find these days. Mm -hmm. And I think that is just the way I am. That's just the way that environment was. Mm -hmm. And I just could not steer away from it Mm -hmm. because I just loved the way that felt. Mm. And when there was a change, I didn't want that change to change me as a person. Instead, I took it along and created what I felt was perfect for me. Yeah, that's great. Yes. So let, c- company culture is huge, right? You yes. know, um, in any sort of industry, uh, whatever job that you're in or whatever work that you do, the people that you work at, with, uh, there's a community that's built. Mm-hmm. How do you build a good work culture in your eyes? So you mentioned something about having each other's backs. I think mm-hmm. that that's a kind of like important part. Yeah. But how do you create that trust within kind of like the that setting? Okay. 
I think the most important thing I believe is when you go to work, a simple smile and just a, a simple hello. Hey, how has your day been so far? You're going to have a great day. Mm. I think it is a smile, a positive energy, asking people how they are. Is there anything you can do to make things better for them? And it doesn't have to be peers. It could be front desk. It could be nurse who is working with me. It could be my coworker, or it could be our manager. But I believe that these simple gestures make others feel that you really care about how, how I feel and how I'm doing at work and telling them I'm there for you mm. when you need me. And when you have a bad day, you tell me and I will make sure we make it better. I love that. You know, you know, what comes to mind right now is the fact that every single time that I've seen you anywhere, it doesn't have to be at urgent care. It, it could be just me seeing you at the parking lot of like, you know, the, the shopping center or whatever it is. You always have this just genuine care towards people. And I think that that's like, that's what kind of like flows through the entire organization, right? Because the people at the top, if they have that, the people will feel that, right? It's it's authentic. You can't fake this, right? No. <laughs> so so tell me where where is the source of that for you? That's my mother. Yeah. That's I think the source of my positive energy comes from my mother because she is that person. She was the the generator of mm. my house. Um, and she would lit up everybody when we had a bad day. And it all it took is that smile, that energy which just would come out of her from nowhere. And I just don't know how she did it. But I think that is something that uh, growing up I embraced, that you can make anybody's bad day a good day. Mm -hmm. And all it takes is one simple smile and that uplifting nature. Talk yeah. to me Talk to me about uh, that childhood. So you you grew up in? India. Okay. Yes. And uh, I lived in India almost 24 long years before I, I uh, migrated to U.S. Uh -huh. And my childhood was, um, you know, amazing. I mean, we were just a, a small family of mom and dad, me and my sister, and we have cousins and uncles and aunts and extended family. Um, it, it's just, um, it was amazing just to, to grow up knowing everybody. I mean, you would have probably 10 cousins and, and under one roof or six couples who would uh -huh. just show up uh, um, on, on a good day because uh -huh. it's summer vacation. We got to just see you. Yeah. So I, I just don't remember being alone, yeah. um, for lack of a better word. There was always people around me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's just um, was something that I enjoyed the most growing up. And I think that's what I like now. I like to be around people. Mm -hmm. I like to talk to people, yeah. like to share my experiences, ask them about their experiences and just uh, um, feel what I felt when I was a child, just being around people. What was school like? in India? School was hard. It was very hard. <laughs> How does it compare to the school in the U.S.? I think it was hard. <laughs> I think, but I think my my kids hopefully would be able to give me a better comparison when they get a little older yeah. because I could, I could tell, you know, them, hey, this is how I did it yeah. in middle school. 
this is how I did it in high school. Uh-huh. And they probably can tell their mom, we don't do it that way here. <laughs> and maybe that would be a good comparison at that point. Yeah. I felt it was hard. Um, and my parents were very strict about it. And uh, we used to get grounded a lot, spanked yeah. a lot. But that was part of growing what, was, up. Was the expectation very high, like growing up? I think the oldest child always has mm. a higher expectation. I was the oldest, and um, I think that's very normal. Yeah, yes, I feel that too. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> so uh, what made you want to come to the U.S.? Um, so I have an uncle and aunt who live in Maryland, mm-hmm. and we would visit them almost I would say every other year. And there was a point we would come every summer. Mm. And that exposure and being with them for a couple months every year just made me want to be here. Mm. Um, So I saw U.S. through their eyes. And I think that just fascinated me. It was land of dreams. Yeah. I mean, you know, you work hard and, you know, you you will get where you want to with the right resources and obviously timing and all that. Sure. So um, I was probably in high school, probably college. And I remember going home and telling my mom and dad, I would like to go settle there with my uncle and aunt. And my dad didn't believe me initially. He said, well, you're too young to decide right now. So let's talk about it after you're in college. You might change. But that never changed. And I just kept coming back to, you know, I would like to go live there. You know, something fascinates me. It's just a driving force that you can't explain. Do you remember when you first got to the U.S.? Like when you actually first like came over? Like by by yourself, right? Yes. Were were you coming, like when you, uh, during the summers, were you traveling by yourself already? Most of the time. okay. And sometimes my parents would come when I was really young. Sure. But when I was probably... I mean, 11th, 12th grade, mm-hmm. I was old enough to travel by myself. Sure. So I would come and, and uh, stay with my uncle and aunt. And they have a son yeah. who is my first cousin, but I call him Brother Yash. Yeah. So he's uh, like my own. And we would spend a lot of time together. I would hang out with his friends, you know, know about culture, you sure. know, how to talk, what do you like, music, you know, things like that, which I don't think I was exposed back home. And I just fell in love. Yeah, that's and, awesome. Um, you know, after after you got here, uh, did you have any um, – how did you feel? Was it like nervousness, anticipation? Like were you – like, you know, what was going through your head at that time? I definitely missed my mom and dad. Mm. I mean, you don't think about it until later in your life how much, you know, your parents are a support system. So I still do, and I think I always will, but that's a choice I made, and I stick to it. Um, that's one. Two, I love I love Indian food, and I miss <laughs> Indian miss food. food. But I'm glad about tandoor and tap, yeah. and I love AJ for that. Yes. I'm glad he created a little spice of, of my country it's here. So good. It, is. it is phenomenal. It is. I get very excited when I see him, and I yeah. go to tandoor and tap. How authentic is his food? Well, I can't compare it to my mom's food, oh, but they're they're good. AJ, if you listen. <laughs> <laughs> my mom's food is the best, but you know, but I, I still and there's know. There's different regions for Indian food, yes. right? So yes. is his food the same region that your family? No. Uh, so you yes. Can't really I'm, I'm from South food. India, so okay. it's more Southern. But um, 
I still enjoy it. Yeah, I still absolutely. go back to Aegis restaurant. <laughs> you know, every week. <laughs> the flavors. The flavors. Yes, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. It reminds me of of home, and mm. that's that's all it matters. Yeah. You know, just when you when you put a little naan in your mouth and you take a bite and you're like, ooh, I feel that. Yeah. I'm right back home. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um. So like, let's come back to kind of like you know uh, this journey. Um. Mm-hmm. There are often unexpected things that hap- happen along one's path, right? Yes. You know, uh, when you first kind of got into this, you know, starting your own practice, um, no one foresaw that COVID was going to hit. Yes. How did that impact you and your mentality when starting this this venture? Um, I know COVID was very unexpected. We just had to change the entire business model. You did. Because we had to see patients outside in the parking lots. And I don't remember seeing a patient in a parking lot. Ever. Ever. We always had patient rooms. And uh, uh, seeing in a parking lot was, was foreign to me. But we did it for the right reasons. We wanted everybody to be safe. So moving the team from inside the building to outside the building and coming up with flowcharts, coming up with protocols, coming up with what if this happens, what do we do, and making sure everybody is safe, gowned, gloved, and they change between patients and make sure all the machines are cleaned up and making sure that you don't contaminate the specimens. I mean, it just took utmost due diligence to perfection some days when you're seeing 100 plus patients. And the only way you could do that is because you had the right team in place and the right people because you can't really look at each other every single second. You just had to believe and trust in each other. Mm -hmm. And that is what we all talked about before we started our shift is we're going to get through this day. We saw, let's say, 100 patients yesterday. Today we might see 100 more. Mm -hmm. But we got this. Mm -hmm. We have each other. Mm -hmm. What if one of us gets sick? What is the backup plan? So we always had backup plans. We always had change of plans. We always had people leaving because they got sick. Then who do we call? Or if we have anybody to call, who is going to step into that role? And that was every day, every single day for two years. And uh, I, uh, I, I don't think I would have done it alone. We had amazing group of people. I, I have to give kudos to my office manager, my occupational medicine manager, my billing manager, Mr. Jack, who I cannot talk enough. He was the savior. Mm. He was our office manager to start with. And I keep bringing him back from retirement because I love him. Yeah, You know, he's, he's like my family. Yeah. And we started this together and we did it. Yeah. So I think it's 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 just having them with you made you feel that you can just go through the darkness because there's light at the end of the tunnel. You know, I, I can speak on this because I've been to, you know, your office and I've also yeah. been to other offices. Yeah. Uh, but what makes Statesboro Urgent Care special in your mind? When you walk into Statesboro Urgent Care, you will see your family in us. That's what makes us special. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, we will make it happen. Yeah. 
because we understand we are not perfect. We understand we have bad days, but we are not ashamed to get up and say we are sorry. We can do better. Mm. That's who we are. And I feel that you know yeah. when I when I've been to the office before, uh, the care that you take. Yeah. It's just, you know, like I've mentioned before, it's yeah. it's from you, really. Like, yeah. you you are the driving force behind that organization. What does the future hold? What does that look like? Like, what's, what's on the horizon? Now that we are past COVID, I really want to focus on health, overall health. What can we do to stay healthy, be healthy? And that could be not just weight loss, Mm -hmm. it could be just a general health. And I think promoting and um, educating people about foods, beverages, lifestyle, diet, workout, and just blend into their lifestyle so that we can all be healthy mm-hmm. because I believe health is, is our real wealth. Mm. And I think we all realize that the two years that we lost in our lives. And that is my future is to promote health and what can we do to create that wellness in our community. Mm-hmm. So um, I, that's that seems to be a project that I'm working on right now. That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. What Are there any initiatives that are out there currently that you have? So we're doing a, a weight loss challenge. Mm-hmm. So we started with our team members and we do have um, options which are from oral medications to injections and one pill, one injection doesn't fit out fit everybody. Mm -hmm. So we like to meet with the patient, go over their history and figure out what best works for them and then see how we can be part of their journey. So Mm -hmm. that's what we are going to work on this summer is to um, tackle that and how we can incorporate into healthy living. That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, let's speak on kind of like, you know, a little bit because we, we touched on it briefly, but like Statesboro as a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, you talk about the embrace that mm-hmm. you have with Statesboro. Yeah. You know, why why do you have that type of relationship with this area? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I wish I had an answer for that. There's always going to be that invisible force that you can feel, but you can't tell what it is. And I think ever since I've been in Statesboro, I can feel that force, like as if this is my home. Mm-hmm. And it has gotten stronger and stronger after my two kids were born. Yeah. And um, everywhere I go, every person I see, I believe that that they're part of of this this little uh, petri dish of ours. Uh-huh. I love that. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm not sure how to answer that question, but I think this place fits right for me. That's awesome. Uh, was there anything that happened in uh, your childhood, or you know, that really you think led you down this path of starting your own practice? Because there there's definitely some you know entrepreneurial tendencies that are required, right? Mm-hmm. Even from kind of like the design of uh, the logo for Statesboro Urgent Care, you know, you guys have this very traditional, like, yes. you know, uh, symbolic, um, but it also has like this eagle head on top, which I thought was like, when I first time I saw that, I was like, wow, this is like super unique. <laughs> yes. So like, you know, was there anything that, you know, happened along this path that really kind of like, made you have these kind of like entrepreneurial um, tendencies? 
I think growing up, seeing my parents um, multitask, manage things. My father uh, worked as a full-time employee for a hospital, mm. but my mother managed a hospital herself wow. on top of raising you know, two children. So I think I would look at her every day. Um, there were some good days and bad days, but mostly good. And how she embraced those challenges growing up, I think inspired me somewhere along the line growing up that, you know, hey, I think I might like a little challenge. Yeah. You know, that keeps you going. That's right. You know, keeps you learning, keeps you motivated. And I think that spark pretty much have probably gotten bigger mm. and bigger and then you know it was waiting for the right time i love that <laughs> dr day i have to thank you so much for coming on to the show i think you know for me it's just great having you as part of the community uh your spirit is so bright and it's so calming uh every time someone like comes into contact with you they can't help but leave with a smile yeah. and i think that that is you know what this community needs uh, and the fact that you are doing it not only just like to, you know, to bring lift the mood, but also delivering health services. Right. I think that that is another yet another layer on top of everything that you do. Yeah. So uh, thank you for coming on to the show. Thank you for being an inspiration and keep doing your thing. Yeah. Thank you so much, Adam, for having me. Absolutely. <laughs> thank you so much.